I got the fancy mayor's office hat on, but you got a fresh cut, dude. What do we got? Oh, look, this, is wedding, this is the wedding cut, the official wedding dude, cut. Pink dude, and everything. Dude, first off, I had to go to my man Davey Cuts. Who, you know, I met him with the Yankees. He literally cuts all the Yankees. Uh, uh, and it, it, it does all the – everybody, you come into that clubhouse, Davey Cuts is there cutting your hair. It's incredible. But he also does the Knicks. He does the Giants. He does it every team you could do in this area, but he came to my hotel room, a uh, good buddy of mine. I was like, dude, listen, when you're, when your future wife and your mom are getting on you about, you know, tightening up your hair, <laughs> you've got to call Davy cuts to help you out, bro. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I get it. <laughs> dude, you're like me. Both of us. I have the, if I grow the, my, when my hair starts growing on the side, it gets white and I look like Paulie yeah. Walnuts from uh, Goodfellas. <laughs> I get like seriously. I have like skunk streaks on both sides of my head. I, I'm, I'm that's why I'm wearing a hat right now. Jess is gonna cut my hair later today. I'm sure she's. I'm sure she's a lot cheaper than whatever your haircut Dude, was. You're, you're, hey, you're saving a lot of money. You're saving a lot of money by going to Jess. I'll tell you that right now. Look, he, look, look at this though. It's so funny. Davy cuts even has a tops card. Oh, I've even met him before. Yeah, you know who that is. Yeah, dude, he's, he's a legend, best, dude. Dude. He's the best. Yeah, he looks a literally a legend. He's like, yeah. "Hey, Case, I have my own tops card." I'm like, "What?" So, <laughs> so, so he signed funny. it for you. He signed that for you. Yeah, he signed it. He signed it, my man. So good. Nice man. Well, I don't know if I don't know if you guys talk New York sports when you when you're with Davy Cuts, but darn it, man, this this town, this is and, and anybody who doesn't live in New York is gonna be like, "Shut up, Chenchimino," because. The right. New York sports are pretty good overall over the past 200 years. But, man, Jets are horrible. Giants are horrible. The Mets will talk about. There's hope there. And the Yankees still have some things to figure out. But, dude, it is not a good time for New York sports. The Jets got pummeled last night. It was a very ugly game. Did, did they, what was the score? I didn't see it. I don't even remember the final score of the game. Did, 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 that, did Zach Wilson do all right or no, it's the offensive line, though. I'm going to re record with the Wayne Corbett and Lavernius Coles later for the 30-30 team. The offensive line cannot protect him, and then he just gets crushed. And, and, but wow. I don't know. Whatever. Very. That's a whole – that's neither. Well, isn't, it, isn't, it, isn't, it, isn't it funny that you, you have all the – you know the, the reason they went and got Rodgers, obviously, they have all the specialty players, all the great guys, you know, the running backs, the receivers, yeah. all you know, and they got a great defense. But if you don't – if you can't protect – that's it. It doesn't. You can't give time to your quarterback. None of it matters. That's agent football. It's like the offensive line is like the whole. I would just build an offensive line and build players around it. But I think yeah, because there's so much baseball news we got to talk about. Holy Stromboli, man! The yeah. Cubs went Harry Houdini style. I mean, I don't even know what to say. But everybody who's listening to us knows the story now. Council is the manager. Of the Reds, or the Reds, the uh, the Cubs. David Ross is just out. Which I think they did on thirty, but that's just my point. Let's initial thoughts on a thing, and then I have a follow up for you. Well, you, first off, you have to think this is an ownership thing. 
I don't know. I, you'd have to think like it came down from, you know, I, I, this is my opinion. Maybe Ricketts or something came down and was like, listen, do we have a shot to get counsel? And, you know, but looking at Rossi being there, and I think he's, I think he had one more year and also a team option. So, and Rossi's done a great job. They love him there. And obviously Chicago, he's a legend there. And, you know, I think the fact they lost 15 and 22 down the stretch didn't help them because they were right there to, you know, kind of get in and all of a sudden mm -hmm. they kind of fell apart. Um, but, you know, it's a weird situation. It's probably a weird situation for Council too because he's like, the Cubs? Like, because you heard Padres, you heard the Mets. I thought he was going to the Mets with David Stern yeah. being there now. I thought he would no doubt go to the Mets. Um, and then, you know, and you just – but then the Cubs came in. I think everybody was like, Whoops. what? Oh, my God. The Cubs? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, listen, I think it's great for managers. You know, I, I feel bad for Rossi. I haven't got a chance to talk to Rossi, and I will here soon. Um, I'm sure that didn't – that wasn't – you know, didn't go down well for him. And 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 I and I, it, it, it hurt, I hurt for him because, you know, this, this profession is crazy. I really feel like as a manager, you're hired to get fired some point um but for council to go to the cubs and for them to give him eight million dollars a year a five-year 40 million dollar deal i think it's huge i think you know having you know being in being in the industry on that side of the co coaching side i think there's there's a gap there as far as what coaches get paid what managers get paid you know the value on coaches uh you know i, I think needs to needs to be higher so hopefully you know, maybe this starts setting the bar or, or a precedent that, hey, listen, who you have leading your crew matters. So you, you, like, have, you like that yeah. he blew up the market. You love the council I, blew up the market. Chick, I love it, dude. I love it. I love that that council got $8 million a year because being a manager in the big leagues, dude, is not easy. I don't – if you've ever been in that clubhouse and I, I, I don't see what Booney went through every day, you know – the meetings that he has, the the, the fires he has to put out, the, the you know the, he bridges the gap between the front office, he bridges the gap between the analytics guys and the players, and then he's got his coaching staff, and you're managing families, and you know you're managing. There's so much, and you're managing the media, and you're managing the fans, and you're managing so so I, you know I, I, you're managing your own family. You know what I mean? So there's so much that goes into being a manager and the, the, the days of, Hey, uh, you know, anyone can manage those are over, dude. We, we mm -hmm. now realize like a guy like Bruce Bochy coming in. Guess what? You get a guy like Bruce Bochy, your team yeah. in the first year, you can win a title. You know what I mean? They're like Brian Snicker, you know, talk about, uh, we're going to talk about more about that tomorrow, but the, the, the guys that were manager of the year, candidates, you know, your Craig councils, mm -hmm. your Kevin cash is your, you know, Kevin cash. Oh wait! You just continue to be. You're, you've won manager year two in the last three years. Could win it again this year. Uh, you know, the, you lose your superstar player. Uh, you have all these guys go down, but you're still winning games. How's that happening? He's a leader. Yeah. He's, he's he's the guy that connects to, to, to men, and and uh, you know he leads from the front. So you know, for me, it just goes to it, it goes to show that the value of the coaches and managers is starting. What what they're asking these guys to do now in 2023, 2024, mm -hmm. is a different level than it's ever been. So you got to have competent people that are that have been in this game that understand, that are good personalities, that understand how to run an organization. 
Great, great points there. And one more point on the Rossi side of things. It reminds me a little bit of, you say you get hired to get fired. Remember Joe Girardi, when he was a Marlins manager, uh, won manager of the year and got fired <laughs> and then got fired. Like this is, this wasn't like that. Cause Rossi, like you said, they had that slide, but it's a good lesson. It's an annoying lesson, but it's a true lesson about life and business and how, you know, they always say life is not fair. It's not fair. Rossi, Rossi, I'm telling you, I, what I would say, he's Grandpa Rossi. I'll say my grandma used to say, disgrazia. Grandma Chin, she said, disgrazia. I feel bad for him about how this went down. But you know, as well as anybody, the, the type of mindset he has and the type of mindset you need to get past stuff yeah. like this. Well, I always, you know, in, in the, you know, in my breakthrough pro program, we have a part that we talk about that, you know, our, 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 our big, our big theme is keep running, keep running in life. You've got to keep running for those clouds. You know, you got to keep running for the storm, you know, and I think we, we, we call it to keep running for the clouds. The clouds are coming, but you got to keep running. We, and we say, we have used an acronym for the clouds. C is constant work. L is loss. I mean, loss of whatever, loss of a job. Loss of, it happens all the time, right? Um, obstacles. Uh, U for uncertainty, man. Dude, stuff happens all the time. We're like, I didn't, I didn't plan for that to happen. You know what I mean? And, and it does. Um, the D in the clouds is desire. You got human suffering is with two things in our souls. It's desire and fear. Fear of the unknown. Oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? You know, that, that'll paralyze you. And also desire. Hey man, it didn't work out the way I wanted it to. Like in, in David Ross is saying, man, this is this isn't how I planned it. It didn't go exactly how I wanted. And then I guess you always say if you fight when you fight reality, welcome to hell. Like you only when you fight reality, you only lose a hundred percent of the time. You know, and I would tell Rossi, hey man, what a great run you had. What a blessing the Cubs have been for you. You're gonna land on your feet. You're gonna land somewhere. If you want to manage somewhere, you're gonna manage. Everyone knows how great you are, how much of a leader you are, and everything that you bring to the table. But no one's exonerated from the clouds that come and also the stress S in the in, in the clouds. The stress of of, of things that happen uh in, in our everyday life. So, you know, I, I think this is a bit I'm I'm sure it was a tough pill to swallow for Rossi. Um uh, and uh but like I said, you know, no one's exonerated from the clouds and when they come change you gotta keep running. You gotta keep running. And not not sit back and go. I can't believe this is happening to me. If you went to every person you that you came across in life and you asked them, "Hey, man, what's going on in your life?" They would have something for you. <laughs> they would all have something for you, even if it's small. Mm-hmm. They would have something for you. You know. Hey, that was great. Clouds. That was brilliant. Yeah. By yeah. the way, I gotta just real quick say you are ripped, dude. You are shredded these days. When you get <laughs> up now, you're, you're dude. Come on, bro. Come on. Oh, man, look at Thanks, you. Man. Anyway, no, looking good. It's the wedding season, man. You got to be ripped. Rip wedding, wedding season. I got a haircut. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm jacked. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's keep the positive vibes going now. Your boy Mendoza. Congratulations. Mets manager, dude. You sat in a dugout next to him for months. What do you got? Dude, so excited for Carlos Mendoza. I, I, I know at the end of the season we were talking, um, that, you know, the, 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 um, the Guardians had asked to uh, – to interview him and I was like oh man first off let me let me rewind a second the first day I was there Chinch, in New York you know obviously I don't know Carlos Mendoza I don't know any of those guys you want to talk about a welcoming guy to me this guy 
you know, he drove me to the, I live right near him in Fort Lee. So, you know, driving, he, he would, Hey man, you need a ride. Hey, that'd be great, dude. Thanks a lot. And, you know, I don't really know what I'm doing. Boom. He picked me up, went into the clubhouse, introduced me to the guys, you know, but dude, not only that as a leader, knowing that a leader is, you know, how you treat people as a true leader, as a guy, as a guy that can connect to others. Watching him and Aaron Boone work together in that dugout. I remember the first day telling Booney, bro, this guy's going to be an incredible manager. Carlos Mendoza is going to be a great manager. He's got everything it takes. And his story, dude, he came over here at 16 years old, Chinch, from Venezuela. Really? Didn't know the language. It's so funny when he tells the story, dude. It makes me laugh. He's such a funny guy. He's like, he thought he knew the language because his parents are both educated, uh, you know, and so he had learned English. But then when he came over, he was like, oh, my God, I don't know. I don't know American. I don't think the English in America. So, dude, he would call home at night wanting to go home. Like, I, I can't do this. And his mom's like, yes, you can. Stick it out. Stay tough. You can do it. Like we said, keep running. Keep running. You got this. And here we are, you know, so many years later, dude, he's going to be the manager of the New York Mets. Well-deserved. You know, this guy is a, is a, is a you know, he coached WBC for Venezuela, you know, um, back back in the in WBC this year. But when I watch this guy, dude, he's a leader. Every, you know, every, every, um, every um, uh, homestand that we had or every, every series we had when teams are coming for three days or on the road, Mendy would run, hey, this is what we, we got going on. This is what the base running looks like. This is what the defense looks like. This is the guys they got coming in. Hey, this guy's going to come out of their bullpen. We got to be ready for this. So that us coaches, when we went out to talk to the players, Mendy would set it up for us. Boom, boom, boom. This is what's going on. Dude, true leader. New York Mets got the right guy. They should be really excited. And if I think the great thing about Mendy is if, if you sit down with Mendy for a, a little bit, you're going to be impressed. And obviously, Stephen, Stephen Cohen and and uh, and David Stearns, those guys were impressed with, with Carlos Mendoza, you know, brings to the table. So, so excited for, Mendo for Mendy. Yeah. Can't say enough of good things about him, bro. Yeah. Let's go. Second best hire the Mets have made so far this year. Do you know what number one is? What's the first? Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, yes. Starts Friday. Jess yes. with the Mets on Fridays. She's Dude, so I gotta hook up. them. I gotta hook them up. Yes. I gotta hook Jess and Mendy up. When, when, when those, I ran up. I, I mean, not hook them up to like get together, but you know, please what I'm don't do that. I'm already concerned about you know freaking. Uh, I don't know. What's his name? <laughs> Shortstop's got a really pretty smile. Lindor, like, hey, stay upstairs. Stay upstairs. Jess is a one a one man woman, bro. And, and rich kid tomato, <laughs> yes. baby. All day, every day, one hundred percent. I sure hope so. But she's fired up. She starts on Friday. Good for her, man. I'm so excited, dude. Yeah. She's gonna love Mendy. She's gonna love. No, that's Mendy. what I said. I'm, oh, I'm, I ran upstairs yesterday, and I was like. Casey's friend is the manager of the team. She <laughs> just went to work. She's like, what? So yeah, it's very yeah. cool. What were you going to say? I'm so excited. I'm just excited for them to meet. They're two of my favorite people. So <laughs> That's really great. Cool. All right. Hey, speaking of favorite people, good transition, good transition. We we hadn't, hadn't talked about this yesterday. Anthony Volpe won the gold glove, which is historic. Historic, dude. You said it your second day back on the podcast after leaving the Yankees. You, you declared... He's the best defensive shortstop in baseball. You said that. Mm. How he proud is, dude. How proud are you? Dude, I'm so proud. It's almost like a father proud. You know what I mean? Because, like, he literally is 22 years old. I have a 22-year-old son, so he could be my son. I love this kid, man. 
And he is so well-deserved. See, the biggest thing people don't realize about this industry is that, first off, you play every night, which is not easy to do. But the work that goes on behind the scenes with these guys, bro, is at another level. And I watched Anthony Volpe every day as, you know, Travis Chapman, who you got to give props to, too, is, is our first base coach who does a lot with the defensive guys and helps, has helped Volpe a lot over there at short. You know, Chappie would hit balls to the third base and then shortstops every day. Dude, the, Vol the, the work that Volpe puts in day in and day out, that's why when you watch the games change and you would see him do his thing, you're like, no, I, I – I get it that he made that great play. I see him do it every day in, in warm-ups. He's out working on his backhand, working up the middle, coming in on the throw. So there's so much that work work goes into that. You when the guys that win the gold gloves, there's no doubt when you when you if you could see those guys behind the scene, they're doing something a little different than everybody else. And Anthony Volpe, dude, so deserving of this award. And if you go look at the numbers too, I don't have the exact numbers, but if you look at the numbers in defensive run saves. And, it's, and also as far as, like, balls he gets to that other people don't get to, other shortstop don't get to, plays that he makes. And the one knock would be like, oh, he doesn't have that great of an arm. Yay, dude, he's got great feet. And he gets rid of the ball better than anyone in the game, and he puts it right on the money. So, yeah, so proud of Anthony Volpe and, and, and winning that gold glove. Yeah, I have one one comment on the, uh, the arm. Ever since when he was in high school, even when he was going to be a top draft pick, everybody's like, uh, but he'll, he'll be a second baseman. He doesn't have a shortstop arm. He can't play shortstop in the major leagues. And then when I did that shoot with him and uh, Jack Leiter at Del Barton, the whole coaching staff showed up because, you know, they want to see these guys. They haven't seen him in, in, in a year. And I was talking to a couple of the coaches on Del Barton, his high school team, and I was like, they're all saying about shortstop, his arm. And he's like, they were all like, he's he's going to have a shortstop arm. He already does now. They were saying since the time he was 16, everybody was saying he doesn't have the arm for the position he plays. And they said from the time he was 16 years old until where he is right now, all he did was work on getting that, that release, the footwork, becoming, getting the best arm, which is a great lesson. You can, you cannot have a good arm, but you can have the best arm that you could possibly have just through work. It's like dribbling. It's like you can't dribble lefty. You got to practice to dribble lefty, and then you can become really good at dribble lefty. Anthony Volpe, how about the defining play is when he did the Jeter throw. Yeah, and you short. Houston. You were there, right? Were you there? I was there. Jump ah. throw. You cannot make that throw without a big-time Major League Baseball arm and and footwork and mechanics, like like he said. Dude, and, and one of the, that, that, you're exactly right. And you're, you said it. If you don't have a, a pretty good arm, you ain't making that play. <laughs> exactly you're making the play so you can you can have the best footwork you want to your right but if you're gonna jump throw you know how much you have to have a legit arm to get at the first base so that stuff is by the wayside dude as far as volpe's got a really good arm um and 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 his footwork is incredible yeah. he gets rid of gets to his feet better than anybody and his numbers when you go look at the the, the shortstop numbers bottom line is he's cream of the crop uh -huh. Like he's legitimately, you know, yeah. hands above everybody else. Yeah, advanced metrics. Like, yeah, I don't even know what some of these mean, but he's number one on a lot of these lists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> metrics you've just learned that I'm still learning right now. But yeah, <laughs> number one. Anyway, all right, great stuff, man. Um, we have so much to talk about this week, even though the baseball season's over. What, what was announced last night, Case, that we'll talk well, about? Well, dude, I'm 
Yeah, I was on the show last night on OB Network. So good. We just announced um, the, the top three finalists for MVP, Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, and Cy Young. Mm-hmm. And there's some, you know, it just goes to show you how many good, good people are out there, players and coaches, because some, you know, some of the people that you would, that you would think would be in there weren't. So let's, uh, let's break that down tomorrow. It's going to be a great yeah, conversation. There's so much to talk about. I was looking at some of the stats actually last night and like things I didn't realize, like how good Freddie Freeman had one of his best years of all, like of his career. And he's so great. Like he said, personal best Mookie's. There are numbers, and everybody, all these guys that are in a running for everything set like franchise records. But and we're talking about teams like the Dodgers, franchise right. records being broken. And dude, what about what about a guy like Matt Olson that is sitting yes. on the outside of the top three who led baseball <laughs> in homers and RBIs, dude? Not yeah. not, not not the National League. No, homers are talking about setting Braves records that Hank Aaron yeah. did yeah. set. Yeah, not even in a mix. Anyway, all right, we got plenty of that to, to get on. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna be really fast today because you got a streamlined haircut. You're gonna be flying around. Yeah, dude, dude, I'm I'm faster now. I should have got this when I was playing. I'm faster. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro, uh, get after it today, and we'll, we'll get after right. it tomorrow. All right, Gigi. and dude, remind me. I wanna I wanna get Jess and Mendoza together. You got it. All right. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good, Let's brother. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. All right, man. Love you, man. Have a great rest of the day. Great hat, too, bro. That's freaking uh, first mayor's office hat ever. First mayor's office. <laughs> All right. Love you, buddy. See you. Have a great day. Everyone out there, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Let's get it. <laughs>